0: This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care, the Social Way, with your host, Frankie Soche. Episode 205 of the Socially Supportive podcast is brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in digital and social customer care. Also brought to you by Bluehost. The best web hosting for just $3.95 a month, Bluehost is the number one recommended web hosting service by WordPress.org. So head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the blue host picture for more information today. Hello, social pack. Welcome to wisdom Wednesday. Yay. Aren't Wednesdays so exciting. You're halfway through the week. You know, you did some good stuff on Monday and Tuesday. And hey, if you got busy on Monday and Tuesday and didn't get a whole lot of stuff done, you still have Wednesday and Thursday and Friday to finish it up. So I'm going to help you by bringing you some wisdom, and this wisdom is coming to you straight from the Insight Group's Customer Service Summit that was held June 7th and 8th at the Hilton San Diego Mission Valley. There was a ton of fantastic content, and how could there not be? Because they had huge brands that were there. They had City they had Samsung, they had Wells Fargo, they had Airbnb, Alaska Airlines, lots of different huge brands, big people with big ideas. Intuit was there. It was a really good time. So if you were there, I'm so glad and I hope that you came over and said hi. I said hi to a lot of people. But if you weren't there, as promised, I am doing the post-game wrap-up this week, and I'm spreading it out over the entire week because there's so much good information. And I started writing all of these episodes on the airplane ride home because I knew that I had to hurry up and get this information out to you. On Monday, episode 203, I told you the top three key performance indicators that came out of the CSS West Conference. And then yesterday on episode 204, I told you about some interesting tech that was there that I got to talk to the folks, have a look at the tech, and brought you all of that. Now, today, Wisdom Wednesday, I'm talking to you about effortless customer experience being everything. But before I get into that, I want to let you know that even though I was just at the Insight Group's customer service summit last week, this week, I am actually on location at Dreamforce. That's right. Because as you know, all the podcasts are clearly pre-recorded. So as you're hopefully listening to this while you're driving to work, I'm actually getting ready to go downstairs to Dreamforce. So if you happen to be at Dreamforce too, make sure you come and say hi. You can tweet me at @fsoche or you can email me at Frankie at socially supportive.com. Maybe we can catch up, grab some lunch or a cup of coffee, and I can find out what you're doing with your program, and I'll give you some updates about what I'm working on. So that's just a little announcement about where I am and what I'm doing today. Let's move on to today's inspiration. Today's inspiration comes to us from Mark Cuban, who said, Make your product easier to buy than your competition, or you will find your customers buying from them, not you. And our book of the day is The Effortless Experience, Conquering the New Battleground for Customer Loyalty by Rick DeLisi and Matthew Dixon. This was our book of the day yesterday, and it will continue to be a very important book for you to know about and read because so many people at this conference referred to this book and referenced the material that was included in the book. And a lot of the large companies are driving their digital and customer support strategy off of the concepts that were shared in this book. So if you haven't read it, I highly recommend you do. There's a link to where you can buy the book at sociallysupportive.com slash episode 205 for your convenience. So why is it important? Well, the book's research found, according to Frankie in a summarized version, that customers just want you to make it easy to do business with them and not what we used to think, which is that they wanted us to delight them. And that actually increases customer loyalty when you are just making it easier to do business with them than those delight attempts ever did. Less expensive to just make it happen and not worry about this whole surprise and delight philosophy. A Mayo quotes Walker research with a statistic indicating that customer experience will overtake price and product as the key brand differentiator by the year 2020. And this rings true to me because as you talk to people about products and services these days, It does seem like commoditization has taken over with most of the products that we are purchasing, and it's really all about service. And we've entered into this sharing economy where you've got Uber and Lyft and Airbnb and Instacart. I love Instacart and love Airbnb and Uber. These things are making my life so much easier It's how I have time to do a daily podcast for you guys, honestly, is because Instacart comes and brings my groceries to me. So these are things that the reduction of customer effort is truly proving to be a very important factor. Think about the stores that you used to shop at. Now, think about the stores that are not easy for you to shop at anymore and do you still shop at those stores or do you switch to somewhere else to make it easier? Because I'll tell you what, if my stores aren't on Instacart, I'm just not going there as often. Yeah, it's true. So these things are ringing true in, in my life, and my colleagues' lives, and that's what the statistics are showing at Walker Research. So who is doing this? Like I said, every company I talk to at the Insight Group Customer Service Summit has reducing customer effort on their radar. And when I was interviewing all of the folks who were on the 12 different discussions that I was in charge of at the conference, yes, can you believe it? They gave me 12 different discussions. And I was thrilled. Because I love talking to all these different thought leaders about where their head is and what they're thinking they want to do and where are they taking their companies. Some of the programs are very complicated they're international programs with many different facets and different social plays in you know this country versus that other company because of local preferences and customs and cultures and there's a lot to juggle. So to understand how these, you know, meticulous processes are coming together and how all of that work in the background is being made to appear smooth to customers is phenomenal. It's really great stuff. So this is what is happening. The large companies are doing it. What I kept hearing them say though when I would ask them how they were doing it is that they were looking at their customer's journey. They were looking to see, and we'll talk a little bit about journey mapping tomorrow, especially like weaving in that AI and the technology aspect into it. We'll talk about that a little bit more tomorrow. But what we need to do when we're doing this reduction of customer effort, it really starts with understanding your customer. You want to understand your customer and understand what it feels like to be your customer. I talked to several companies who said, you want to make sure if you have the opportunity that you purchase the product that you are selling, if you have a service that you're selling, if you have a product that you're selling, make sure that you are your company's own customer and make sure that you understand how it feels to be that customer. And then when you're going through that process as your own customer, you want to make sure that you pay attention to each of the different pain points that you go through in your journey. And as you're doing it, you try to have on your own company hat so that you understand what it looks and feels like and how it has to work. But you also want to make sure you have on that customer hat as you're stepping through the journey to make sure you're going to know things that they don't have access to inside knowledge. And so you want to make sure you take that hat off for one time so that you can see what it would feel like to the customer and make sure that you can understand that. And when you're being your own customer and you're finding these different pain points, capture that information and take it away and give it to your team. That's right, you give it to your team because you know who else is very familiar with all of the different pain points that your customers are having, your frontline agents, your supervisors, your managers who are given this information on a regular and daily basis. And talk to them about your findings, bounce your ideas off of them, and then whiteboard ideas with them that could alleviate that pain. We've talked some of this before in different episodes that we've put out for the socially supportive podcast. But in a nutshell, you want to make sure that the team understands that you're wanting every possible idea and just splatter it all on the wall, whether it's going to make sense or not, just like, you know, a crazy paintbrush going with all the splatter paint, just let it out there anything goes. And then you can pull away the things that don't make sense. And you'll be left with the things that do make sense. So when you get there, you can start to formulate a plan that you can deploy as some people like the word pilot, some people like the word test plan, they're, you know, sort of done with the pilot word, but get yourself a little test plan. And start in small batches to see how it works, to see what you can do. If you're not in a position to be able to work interdepartmentally, if you don't feel like taking on the website or you know taking on conversations with the legal department, just start where you can in your own department removing some of these obstacles. And that will help you figure out where it is that this customer experience is causing friction for your customers. Our customer base has been, shown that there are companies who are able to reduce customer effort, and it doesn't feel as hard to do business with certain companies. They expect all of us to be able to do that nowadays. After you get your test plan out there, you want to make sure that you measure your results. And if you need to change up the plan a little bit, then make those adjustments, and then go out and start over again with a new pain point. You know, some of the folks that I was talking to at the conference we're talking about different ways that you can locate pain points. And most of what I heard was getting into the data. So when you look at which pain points you should go after, you can walk through the process, you can understand where your pain points are and how it feels to you. You do want to make sure that you get the low hanging fruit first. You want to see that it's the most common problem that you've got with the lowest level of difficulty, meaning it's not as hard for you to get that one over the one yard line to get authorization or whatever you need to get it done. Make sure you're grabbing those first. Don't go for the hardest possible thing to resolve. But go for the thing that has a lot of volume behind it so that you're really getting your money's worth out of the time that you're spending on going through these exercises. So I would be remiss if I didn't give you some examples of possible pain points. And I'm gonna point out some of these things that are very common, and we don't maybe pay attention to them as much as we should. The first pain point that I'll suggest to you is asking customers for information you already have. This is high on the list of things that frustrate customers. And in order to resolve this, you want to make it a standard procedure for reps to look up information for customers. Now, there's PII. You have to make sure that you're talking to your customer and that it's not some bad actor or imposter or something like that, not a phishing scheme. But to the extent that you can, you want to try to do the work for the customer Give you an example. If you already know that you're talking to customer Bob Smith, and you can see in your system that customer Bob Smith just had, you know, some sort of service ticket or trouble ticket open. There was already something that was happening on his account. Don't make Bob Smith read you the ticket number. Ask Mr. Bob Smith. Hey, um, I see that you just recently had ticket number two, three, four with us, and it was about this issue here, is that what you're calling us about now? Where you can make it easier for them, that's easier than an agent just saying, you know, whether you're tweeting or texting or typing or talking, it's easier than saying, can you give me your ticket number, please? Let maybe we ask first and see if we can save a step for the customer. You know how people are always asking you for your particular PIN, and there are so many PINs for different account numbers now. I'm not going to have my pin with me if I told you that I'm calling you from work. So is it possible for you to just ask me for my secret password? It may or may not be possible, but this is that whiteboarding exercise where you think through all of the things that could make it easier for the customer and where it's possible from a technical and regulatory and legal perspective. Go ahead and try to make those simple adjustments for the customer. Here is another pain point transferring customers. Now, we know that we have the division of labor that we have for our customer care centers, based on how our products and services line out, we do the best that we can as companies trying to make some sort of sense out of division of departments and all of this, we're, we're doing our best, we all always have. But when we're transferring customers, that's another one of the very top pain points that's reported for customers in terms of making it feel difficult. Sometimes customers call in, they're not really sure what it is that they want to do, or they tweet you and they say, hey, um, I'm thinking about this right here. And then when you say to a customer, okay, let me transfer you, That feels painful, and it becomes even more painful when the next agent asks them to identify themselves and repeat their problem all over again. We don't want to do that if at all possible. So I think it would definitely be worth your time if you're having those customer experiences to sit down and whiteboard how you can eliminate some of that in an easy fashion for your customers. Another pain point that customers have is being given the wrong information. Uh, and so it happens. It's not 100% avoidable, but you can look into root cause. Why are the customers being given the wrong information? Are agents fully trained? Are they getting regular training? Do they have time to attend that training? Is there a different method of training that would work better? And ensure also that when your agents find incorrect or missing information in your knowledge management system when they're looking for something and it's just not there, make sure that there is some sort of feedback process where they can let your knowledge management team know that there's something that's missing that would be helpful. Make sure that they're also getting corrected information to knowledge management leaders when necessary too. Because If they find out it's wrong and don't report it back, then the next time another customer calls in, then that bad information is still going to be getting out to customers. And you don't want that. That's a waste of customer time and a waste of company time. And that all equates to money. The last huge pain point that we could be looking at in reduction of customer effort is if you've got agents who are telling customers that they just can't help them. Hopefully, this is not the case for any one of us, but we want to make sure because you want to make sure that agents are able to resolve all reasonable common requests easily and efficiently. We want to make sure that when customers are contacting us for something and it happens on a very regular basis and it should be something easy, make sure that your agents can resolve all of that. Make sure there's an easy way to do it password resets, pin resets, whatever it is that a customer calls in for when it's a reasonable request and an agent says, I'm sorry, a supervisor has to do that. You'll need to call back in when a supervisor is available because there's not one available. That feels very difficult both to your agent and to your customer. So for those usual requests, make sure that your agents are able to resolve them. Regularly ask your agents if there's Anything that they should be able to resolve that they're not able to resolve is there any obstacle standing in their way from taking care of customers when they need to be taking care of customers When agents do get those unusual requests allow them latitude to be able to take great pains to assist their customers let them know that you hired them for a reason you trust their judgment within you know a certain area and that you trust them to go ahead and fulfill requests for customers make it a very rare occasion and only for unreasonable requests that don't really fit who your company is that customers are told that you can't help them. So we hear stories about companies that will order pizzas for customers and do some of these things when they're called up. You know, that probably doesn't fit the mold for a lot of the companies that are out there. And as we're understanding from the effortless experience research, This surprise and delight is not really moving the needle any more than just fulfilling customer expectations. Do what the customers expect you to do. Do it well. Do it quickly. Make sure that it gets done. But you want to make sure that you are telling customers that you are able to help them with all of their reasonable requests and to be able to do it in a good fashion. Today's episode was brought to you by craftbeerclub.com. Good people drink good beer. Get the finest craft beers from America's best microbreweries delivered right to your door. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the picture for Craft Beer Club to learn more today. All right, guys, that's what I've got from you straight from the Insight Group's Customer Service Summit West. Everybody's talking about effortless experience. That's what needs to be happening in digital and social customer care. Don't miss tomorrow when we talk about how you're supposed to be journey mapping and wrapping in all of that artificial intelligence stuff into those journeys. Until then, and even after then, I am Frankie Sochet. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll catch you tomorrow. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.